Hey, Shalom, this is Eliyahu Yasharal, founder of JustTheWord.org, and I want to welcome and thank you for joining us today. This podcast is designed for those seeking scriptural truth amidst the many, many teachings out there. You may get more teachings on JustTheWord.org. Now here's your host, Eliyahu Yasharal. Hey, Shalom. Today we're going to look at something with a difference. We're going to look at the book of Enoch, one of those books that we have been forbidden to read. And let me just say that religion was given to us for control. There are many, many books that our ancestors, our fathers used to use and read and they even reference in the Bible. But even some of them were originally in the Bible and they they were excluded. And of course, the reason they were excluded was for control. Religion is for control. Because if we are allowed to read all, then we cannot be controlled in a religion. We were told that the 66 books were enough and the 66 books were all that we needed. Well, those 66 books can be used to justify a religion called Christianity. You go outside of that, then you will get more understanding and cannot be contained in Christianity because you will realize that Christianity is not the truth. You will realize that the scripture is not about a religion, but the scripture is about a nation, a nation of people. That's what it is about. And the 66 books will allow them to trap you in a religion. And one of the injustices of this religious system is rejecting the book of Enoch. It has so much value in it, so much confirmation of things in the Bible. And it is one of these confirmations that we're going to look at today. In addition, religion also tells us that um, numbers are bad. All right? But biblical numerology, the Most High does not change. And so, he is the greatest mathematician there is. And all of his plans are based on numbers, based on specific numbers that have specific meanings in Scripture. So when we speak about numbers, we don't speak about evil numbers. We speak about numbers as used in Scripture. Because the understanding is the numbers are what the Most High uses as his building blocks. He does not change. So therefore, understanding the pattern and the meaning of how he uses numbers will give us an even greater understanding of his word. And it is these numbers today that we're going to use to show the book of Enoch is spot on in its um, prediction of the entire creation from um, the beginning until the very end. And so, we will look at Hanuk or Enoch, chapter 93. That's what we look at. And we look at how the numbers are used where Enoch gave the division of the world in 10 different divisions. 10 different divisions of time. And we're going to see that each one of the division is right in line with the meaning of the biblical numbers. 
to see that it's this is not something that someone just came together and um and put together to see that it is divinely inspired all right so we will we'll go to Hanuk 93 Enoch 93 starting at verse 4 Hanuk then began to speak from a sefer from a book and said I have been born the seventh in the first week. Seven there is Yahuwah's number of completion. He was born in the first week. The number one refers to the beginning. So this is where it starts. Alright. I was born the seventh in the first week. While judgment and righteousness wait with patience. So in the beginning, judgment and righteousness was waiting to be executed. In other words, that's the beginning of the execution of Yahuwah's plan for the entire creation. So, verse 5, But after me, in the second week, second, the number 2 there, can either mean union or divisiveness. Alright? In this case, is now being used for divisiveness. But after me, in the second week, great wickedness shall arise, and fraud shall spring forth. In that week, the end of the first shall take place, in which man will be saved. So it is divisiveness. It is dividing the unrighteous from the, right, uh, from the righteous. All right? It's um, leading up to the time of Noah. Afterwards, in the third week, during its completion, a man of the plant of righteous judgment shall be selected. So, in the second week, the time of Noah, there was divisiveness between the righteous and the unrighteous. But in the third week, and number three speaks of completion, though not a full completion as the number seven and the number three is the first of his perfect numbers so in the third week during its completion a man of the plant of righteous judgment shall be selected that is abraham abraham a man of the plant of righteous judgment shall be selected and after him the plant of righteousness shall come forever so out of his seed shall come the messiah who shall come forever so Hanuk from that time was prophesying about the Messiah. Subsequently, in the fourth week, during its completion, and four there speaks of appointed time. During, subsequently, in the fourth week, during its completion, the visions of the holy and the righteous shall be seen, and the order of generation after generation, and a habitation shall be made for them. So the number four speaks of appointed time. It also speaks of creation. So this is when the order is being set out. Just as when in the fourth day, the, 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 um, the stars and the sun and the moon were created in order to lay out the, the times, the appointed times of the world. Because it said in verse 4, he made them for signs and for seasons. And seasons there means moed or feasts or appointed time. So this is telling the appointed time of man. Then in the fifth week, during its completion, the house of splendor and of dominion shall be erected forever. Number 5 in scripture refers to favor or grace as they call it. So this in this fifth week... During its completion, the house 
of splendor and of dominion shall be erected forever. This is his favor upon man. But then, after that, in the sixth week, all those who are in it shall be darkened, and hearts of all of them that shall be forgetful of wisdom, and in it shall a man arise and come forth. Alright? So, the house of dominion that was erected forever is the, the temple. And of course, that temple, when that man arised in the sixth week, that temple was now transferred from the physical temple into our bodies. So that is why it said it was erected forever. So the number six is the number of man. It's the number that shows man being lacking shows man being sinful. So that is why in this, the sixth week, the number six, that is when man's um, people who were in it were darkened. Man showed up his sinfulness. And so you know this book is right on point. Yes? Man shows up his sinfulness. And of course, this was referring to us in our time, our people showing up their sinfulness. All right? And during its completion, same sixth week, he shall burn the house of dominion with fire, and all the race of the elect root shall be dispersed. So this is speaking about around 70 AD when um, the temple was burnt down, was totally destroyed, and our people um, were dispersed. Afterwards, in the seventh week, a perverse generation shall arise, abundant shall be its deeds, and all its deeds perverse. Alright, so seven now is the number of his completion, of his order. During its completion, the righteous shall be selected from the everlasting plant of righteousness. That is divine completion. When the righteous now are again separated um, from the unrighteous. During its completion, the righteous shall be selected from the everlasting plant of righteousness, and to them shall be given the sevenfold doctrine of his whole creation. So during this time, this is when um, his people will return to him. His people who were sinful in um, the sixth um, order, in the sixth week, his people who were sinful now, will now get the understanding this is where we are today. His people who are sinful will now get the understanding and they will return to him. Chapter 13. Afterwards, there shall be another week, the eighth of righteousness. So, the number eight is the number of new beginning. In scripture, the number of new beginning. And here we have the new beginning. Afterwards, there shall be another week, the eighth of righteousness to which shall be given a sword to execute judgment and justice upon all oppressors. This is when the unrighteous, we are almost at the end of the seventh week, when the eighth week will be ushered in, when judgment shall be executed upon the oppressors. Sinners shall be delivered up into the hands of the righteous, who during its completion shall acquire habitation by their righteousness. So, the sinners shall be delivered up into the hand of the righteous. This is speaking about in the time when the Messiah returns, when the sinners shall be delivered up. 
And this, we tell you, this is when Israel now will start ruling the world in righteousness. And the entire world will be subject to the children of Israel. And they shall acquire a habitation by their righteousness. This is the greatest and the least in the kingdom. Those who are in the kingdom. The habitation that we will have in the kingdom, the greatest in the kingdom, will be by our righteousness. Which is why the Messiah said, If you disobey the least of these commandments, you shall be called least in the kingdom. The habitation is determined by our righteousness. And the house of the great king shall be established for celebrations forever. So, Yahuwah's house will be established. Israel, Mount Zion, will be established forever. Now we get to the ninth week. After this, in the ninth week, shall the judgment of righteousness be revealed to the whole world. So, in the ninth week, and we know number nine is the number of judgment. And what does it say? After this, in the ninth week, shall the judgment of righteousness be revealed to the whole world. Every work of the wicked shall disappear from the whole earth. The world shall be marked for destruction and all men shall be on the watch for the path of integrity. So the millennial reign will be coming into the ninth week. Alright? And after this, on the seventh day of the tenth week, there shall be an everlasting judgment. So this is the final judgment and this is number ten. The tenth week. And ten is his number of divine completion. Ten is the number in which we play a part in that it's the only one of his divine numbers in which we can determine the outcome where we have a choice choosing right from wrong. So this number 10 that has to do with judgment means that our judgment is determined by the choices that we make. And so his divine completion will be fulfilled according to our choices. And so, after this, on the seventh day of the tenth week, there shall be an everlasting judgment which shall be executed upon the watchers and a spacious eternal heaven shall spring forth in the midst of the angels. This is the final, final lap, the final part of the ten divisions of this earth, of the times of this earth. The former heaven shall depart and pass away and a renewed heaven shall appear. And all the celestial powers shine with its sevenfold splendor forever. Afterwards, likewise, shall there be many weeks which shall eternally exist in goodness and in righteousness. Neither shall sin be named there forever and ever. So right away there, through the divisions, the ten divisions, in the book of Hanukkah, in the book of Enoch, chapter 93, we have proof through the biblical numerology we have proof of the um, validity of the soundness of the book of Hanuk. I didn't need any proof for that soundness because I understand what they did to us when they told us not to read these books. Religion keeps us in darkness and keeps us under the control of man. Man uses his 66 books to control us. In the book of 2nd Esdras, it tells us when he told Esdras to write the books, I think he, he, Esdras wrote what? 
294 books, I think. I'm not, don't quite remember. But he said, um, what was it, 70 of them? I don't, I'm not quite sure of the numbers. But he said a, a small fraction of them he should give to everyone. Because everyone could would understand. But he said that the rest of them, leave them for the wise among your people. Because the wise will understand. It is the same thing with these books. Stick with the 66 books and you will be stagnant at a certain level. But when you go now into the other books, then the wise, the wisdom will come out and you will Increase in wisdom because it is set apart in the end for the wise. In Daniel 12, it tells us that in the end time, the wicked shall do wickedly, but the wicked shall not understand, but the wise shall understand. How shall the wise get understanding? By these books that have been shut up, shut up for us, set apart. Those who are elect, the books that have been set apart for them in the end. These people even took out books that were in the original Bible. The Protestants did not like certain of the books because they didn't like certain books that referred to Israel. Because their doctrine, of course, is that they replaced Israel. So any book that emphasized Israel and emphasized the salvation of Israel and showed like books like Second Ezra and Baruch and all of those books, Judith, all of those books that showed it, the salvation centered around Israel, they were taken out. As bad as the Catholics are, the Catholics still have most of them in their books, in their Bible. But these Protestants took them out because it offended their doctrine. But the fact that it offends their doctrines does not mean that it is a lie. It just means that they have subtracted from the word in order to keep their religion and to um, promulgate their religion. Alright? So, this is just one of the books. Um, they have the Apocrypha, the Book of Enoch, Second Baruch. There's many other books with lots of information for us. Yes, but if we follow these people, we will be in the darkness. And these books do not contradict the Bible. These books give us more understanding of the Bible. They give us more understanding of Scripture, things that we battle with. When we read these books, <clears throat> we get the understanding. All we need to do is just read the books and we things that were in the Bible that seemed like loose ends, like things that we would never understand. You get the understanding from these books because the Most High gave them to us to complete our understanding. You know, I always use the analogy of these books to my, my, my life and my experience. I remember being in the bank once. And being ministered to, I was having a conversation with a man and the man was half drunk. And the man was speaking and the man was confirming almost everything that I, was, I, I had gone through in the day. And was ministering to me just by the conversation, a half drunk man. And at times, the Most High speaks to me through my nine-year-old daughter. Through every conversation that I have, the Most High speaks to me. And then I say, if he speaks to me through the least, and those who we would not expect. He, sp he spoke to who? Balaam, through a donkey. If he speaks to us that way, why are we afraid 
to look into scriptures that do not contradict the core 66 books that they gave us. They only confirm it. So why, if they confirm it and, and, and give us greater understanding of the 66 books, why are we afraid? Why are we following them? The reason? Religion. That is the only re- reason. We are making men dictate to us. But the scripture says the head of every woman is the man. And the head of the man is Messiah. And the head of Messiah is Yahuwah. That is the order. He did not say. The head of the woman is the man. And the head of the man is the pastor. Or the head of the man is the religion. No. The head of the man is the Messiah. So we let the rock Messiah, the spirit of Messiah, lead us. Alright? And the spirit of Messiah is the spirit of prophecy, as it said in the book of Revelation. So we look to these books, not as being the core of our scripture, but to give us more understanding as we go. And these definitely give us so much more understanding. All right. So just um, saying that using the book of Hanuk, the book of Enoch to show that these books are valid and these books have a whole lot of information. The book of Enoch, oh boy, it has so much information. The calendar that is in there is um, the most accurate calendar that you can find. All right. It is from this calendar that um, have the Zadok calendar, which is an Enochian calendar. That calendar I have found to be the most accurate. It's a calendar that I use. Very few people use it, but I believe that it is a true scriptural calendar, as it was the one kept by the sons of Zadok, the Zadokite priests, who in the book of Ezekiel are allotted a special place in the kingdom because they kept the charge of the Most High when the rest of Israel went astray. And that is very significant to me. If they are given a special place in scripture for keeping the charge of the Most High, that means it is upon me to really look into what they did. And that I did and looked into their calendar and that I believed to be the correct calendar. Same calendar, similar calendar, I think, to what is found in the book of Enoch. A whole lot of treasures are there in the book of Enoch. He spoke about the Messiah long before the Messiah came, and he was right on point with what the Messiah would do and all of that. So, you know, I'm just saying to you, just check out that book and... um you will find a whole lot of treasures in it. All right? I was just reading chapter 93, going on 94, 95, 6, going on 100 plus. It tells you about the judgment of sinners that is coming onto the earth. It keeps telling you, woe unto sinners. You read that book, you would try to walk straight and narrow because you get to realize how the most high... um, deals with sinners in the end and you do not want to be on the receiving end of the wrath of the Most High. Alright? So, this was just a podcast with a difference to show the validity of the book using biblical numerology. Matching the different phases of the earth with how numbers 
are used in scripture. All right? So, thank you for listening. Check out our other podcasts. We have valuable teachings and valuable information for you. All right? And subscribe to our podcast if you have not done so. All right? Shalom. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Just a Word Radio. We sure do hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us. If you have not yet done so, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. If you feel so inclined, please leave a comment and or a review. We would greatly appreciate it. You may get more detailed teachings on justaword.org. Shalom. Thank you.